Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord and I bless the name of Jesus Christ for each one of you has already connected that is always expecting a new episode from us this is the freedom streams program whereby we bring you wonderful teachings from the word of god especially our focus is in uh, is on uh, uh, like displaying this christ like dispensing this christ and to show you the living christ and the, the practical christ the christ that is in you your enjoyment for your experience is a burden to see that those the people that have known the truth they come to the full knowledge the realization of this truth remember the lord says that and you shall know the truth and that truth shall set you free so we are majorly emphasizing on the subjective truth the truth that has become part of you that you are living that you are practicing and we are also emphasizing on the christ is subjective in you your enjoyment for your experience we have been talking about series of teachings and this is our uh, uh, is it uh, the, the 11th uh, the 13th episode I believe 13th episode about experiencing Christ's New Testament uh, experiencing Christ uh, New Testament economy now we have been talking about a series of things and even recently we talked about this wonderful Christ being the holy thing being Jesus being Jehovah and in this title Jehovah we saw that this Jesus uh, um, in Greek and in Hebrew is called God and Jehovah uh, means the Lord majorly it means the I am we saw about uh, we talked about this in detail and uh, we saw that we need this this title for our provision in other words Jehovah who is the I am I mean this is the God who is present who was in the past who will be in the future say this is Jehovah and we discover that the name Jehovah as is also uh, the same as I am and we know that in several scriptures Jesus referred to himself as they I am for example he said I am before the Abraham before Abraham came into being I am that was John 8:58 says unless you believe that I am shall all die in your sins and I and they say that when you lift up son of man then you know that I am so in the book of John chapter 8 Jesus uh Refer to himself as the I am, and even other scriptures he says, I am the light of the world. I am so we need to realize that Jesus is the I am, and we need to believe in him as the I am, so that we may enjoy him as he's meeting whatever we need. So we discover that with this title, I am becomes Lord who provides, Lord who takes care of us. See, if you need the salvation, he himself we say that he will be salvation to you. Whatever you need, this God has become in Christ. In other words, whatever we need, he is. He is life, he is light, he is power, he is wisdom, he is righteousness, his holiness. Everything we need is found in this Christ. And he has become our savior, our salvation. In other words, Jesus means Jehovah, the savior. 
Jesus means Jehovah the I am. Jehovah the Savior. Glorify God for his wonderful title. In other words, he is always saving us. He saves anyone who comes to him. He saves us from everything God condemns and from all negative things. He is our Savior. He saves us from our sin, from sins, from all the besetting sins in our daily life, from the evil powers of Satan, and from every bondage and addiction. He will save you. If, if you are given time to, to stay in church, no matter how weak you think you are, I tell you, no matter how much addicted you think you are, the Lord will save you because this is one of his titles. He is the Savior. He himself is also our salvation. Now, I want to continue from there. With, we discovered even that this Jesus is also our real Joshua. He's also our real Joshua. You see, the one who, uh, who, who causes us to inherit. Remember, we said that Moses brought God's people out of Egypt. But Joshua brought them into rest, into their rest. So this Christ is our Joshua. This Jesus brings us into rest. He so saw in Matthew 11, 28, 29, he calls us that labor and are heavy laden to come unto him. And they find rest. In other words, Jesus is rest. And he brings us into himself as rest. So we see when we read the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 8, I think I'll read before we, we, we continue in today's uh, portion. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 8 the Bible says that for if Jesus had brought them into rest now here they are mentioned Jesus they are meaning Joshua for if Jesus had brought them into rest he would not have spoken afterwards about another day and the Bible says that there remains then a Sabbath Sabbatism to the people of God is the name of the Lord so we see when you read even verse 11, these are the verses we didn't read the other time. Verse 11 is showing us that let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. In other words, Christ Jesus is the rest we must labor to enter. Jesus is our real Joshua today. He brings us into the rest of the good land. So he is not only our savior saving us from sin, he is also our Joshua bringing us into rest, which is himself as the good land. Glory to God. So whenever we call on his name, he saves us and brings us into the enjoyment of himself. And today I want to introduce to you this Christ as Emmanuel. We continue to see the aspects of God in incarnation. And we see him as Emmanuel. Emmanuel uh, is in his incarnation. Christ is also Emmanuel. Remember, the Bible says in Matthew one twenty three, "Behold, the virgin shall be with the child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, being interpreted, is God with us." So Jesus was the name given by God. While Emmanuel, meaning God with us, was the name called by man. Men called Jesus Emmanuel. 
See, Jesus the Savior is God with us. God is He. Is the name of Jesus. And He is God incarnate. God incarnated to dwell among us. Remember John 1.14 says the word became flesh. Is not only God but God with us. It's not a God that is away and far from us. He is our Emmanuel. Without him, we cannot meet God. He is God. Without him, we cannot find God. For he is God incarnate. Praise the name of Jesus. So Christ is Emmanuel. God with us. Here we have the, the mentioning us. It refers to the saved ones, believers. Day by day, we have Christ as Emmanuel. Whenever we have some experience of the Lord Jesus, we shall realize that he is God with us. God said that his name would be called Jesus. Now, but when we see that as we have received him, and we experience him, we realize that Jesus is Emmanuel, is a God with us. When you call on Jesus, we have the sense that God is with us. You see, Every time you finish prayer, you have called upon the name of the Lord. You feel that no matter what, God is with us. We call on him, Lord Jesus, we find God. Jesus is not only the son of God, but also God himself. But when we call on Jesus, we have the Lord, Jehovah. We have the Savior. We have salvation. We have God with us. So the more we experience the Lord Jesus, the more we shall know that he is Emmanuel to us. He is God with us. So as we experience him, we may say, this is God. This is not God far away from me. All God in the heavens, but God with me. You see, in our experience, Jesus truly is Emmanuel. Hallelujah. So, and according to Matthew 18 verses you see that the Bible says that whenever we are gathered together into the name of Jesus, he is with us. This is Emmanuel, God with us. And the presence of Jesus in our gatherings, in our fellowships, is actually God with us. So, at the end of Matthew chapter 28, verses, uh, verses 20, the Lord says that, Behold, I am with you all the days until the consummation of the age, until the end of the world. So here we see that the Lord promises to be with us in his resurrection with all authority and all the days until the end of this world. Praise the name of Jesus. Until the end of this age. In other words, all the days includes today. He is still with us. He is our Emmanuel. Lord Jesus is Emmanuel. Thus, even now today, praise the name of Jesus. So someone should rise and say, today, Christ is not only among us, he is in our spirit. He is in our spirit. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 22 says that, Lord, be with your spirit. Praise be unto you. So this one who is with our spirit is Emmanuel, is God with us. And today, the Lord's presence is in the spirit. He is present. Sometimes you don't feel and sense his, his presence. But when you look into your spirit, he is present. 
cannot separate the spirit from the presence of Jesus. Hallelujah. So the spirit is simply the reality of the Lord's presence. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 14 verses 16 uh, throughout 20 when you read you see that he said some words. He says and I'll pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. He says even the spirit of truth from whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not neither knows him but you know him he dwells with you and shall be in you says i will not leave you comfortless i will come to you after promising the spirit as another comforter jesus himself says he will come hallelujah so this is the emmanuel that is within us this presence is emmanuel god with us glory to god so we shall proceed with the number six which is the son of man now in his incarnation christ is the son of man matthew chapter 16 verses 13 is mentioning something remember he had asked the disciples who do people say i am and the bible says in verses uh, chapter 16 when Jesus came into the coasts of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, uh, I the Son of Man, am? So he called himself Son of Man. Because the Lord Jesus was con- conceived of the Holy Spirit, we see that he is the Son of God. Because he was also conceived in and born of the human virgin, he is the Son of Man. Now, on the divine side, we see that he is the son of God. But on the human side, he is the son of man. Praise the name of the Lord. Because the Lord Jesus is both the son of God and the son of man, sometimes he indicated to others that he is the son of God. When you read John chapter 5, verses 25, John chapter 9, verses 35, and verses 37, even John chapter 10, verse 36, he always indicated to others is the son of God and we see that at other times he said that he is the son of man like John chapter 1 verse 51 John chapter 3 verse 14 even John chapter 5 verses 27 he always referred to himself as the son of man so we see in his incarnation Christ emptied himself putting aside the form the outward expression of his deity and becoming in the likeness of men he was God with the expression of God although he was equal with God he put aside his equality and he emptied himself by taking the likeness of men became a man through incarnation he did not regard his quality with God he did not regard, regard his equality as a thing to grasp the Bible says in Philippians that he laid aside his equality and he emptied himself so this does not mean that however that Christ is in his human living was no longer God it simply means that he put aside his outward expression that glory of God although he subsisted in the form of God became in the likeness of men and in the fashion of a man and as a result 
he had the appearance of a man instead of the expression of God. Praise the name of the Lord. So to accomplish God's purpose and to establish the kingdom of the heavens, it was necessary for Christ to be a man. Without man, God's purpose cannot be carried out on earth. The kingdom of heavens cannot be constituted here on earth. So there was need for him to be a son of man. Praise the name of the Lord. So we will also see that this very Christ he is uh, the second man. Now this is in our seventh aspect of Christ his person in incarnation is also the second man. Yeah, we see that Christ in his incarnation is also called the second man. When we read the Bible in uh, the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 45 the Bible says that and as it is written the first man Adam was made a living soul the last man was made a quickening spirit so this last man is Jesus Christ who has made the life-giving spirit and through the incarnation of Christ God in the Son became a man in other words, God had created man with a purpose according to his design. But man failed. He failed him and his purpose and uh, he failed his purpose and even he ruined his design. So he ruined his design. And instead of creating another man, God himself came to be a second man. This is so amazing. God came to be the second man not in the in the father nor in the spirit but in the son so concerning Christ as the second man when you read 1 Corinthians 15 verses 47 it says that the first man is out of the earth the second man is out of heaven heavenly so out of the earth denotes that the first man Adam's origin was Athe. He was uh, originated and was coming from earth. And this made him to be Athe. Now this the word Athe denotes his nature. Nature of the first man Adam was Athe. So as the first man Adam is the head of all old creation. The old creation uh originates from Adam and uh, he represents the old creation Adam but when we come to the second man Christ is the head of the new creation representing his creation in resurrection so he becomes the second man so in the entire universe there are two men according to God there are two men first man Adam includes all his descendants and those are created people and the second man Christ comprises all his believers those are the born again so you are either in Adam or in Christ you are either in the first man Adam or the second Adam the second man Christ 
Praise the name of the Lord. So, you see that in the entire universe there are two men. You can't say that you belong nowhere. You are either in Adam or in Christ. You can't be in any other thing. So that means that all religious people are still in Adam. Only those that have believed have come have come into Christ. It is the name of Jesus Christ. So we have seen that uh, we believers were included in the first man by birth. And we became part of the second man by regeneration. Because we are natural beings, we are earthy. Uh, come from Adam by birth. But when we get saved, we become part of the second man by regeneration. Whereby our spirits are quickened. They are given life. So our believing has transferred us out of the first man and into the second man. So as a part of the first man, our origin is the earth. and Our nature is earth. But as part of the second man, our origin is God and our nature is heavenly. We are out of heaven. This out of heaven denotes both the second man, Christ's divine origin, and his heavenly nature. He is heavenly. Praise the name of Jesus. Lastly, today we are going to see uh, the last aspect being Christ being the last Adam. Last Adam. So in incarnation, Christ is not only the second man, but also the last Adam. And concerning Christ as the last Adam, the Bible says in First Corinthians chapter 15, verses 45, it says that so also it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul. Last Adam became a life-giving spirit. Now this verse implies both the old creation and the new creation. Adam, the first man, was the head of the old creation. When God created him, Adam became a living soul. So this means that he became a person, a human being. And in Hebrew, the word for Adam means man. So Christ being the last Adam implies a termination conclusion of the old creation so he was the last Adam to terminate all the old creation the old creation ends with a man the last Adam Christ came to end the old creation and to start a new creation in resurrection so this man who terminated the old creation became in resurrection a life-giving spirit. Became a spirit. And now this spirit is the center, the lifeline of the new creation. The old creation was created by God. The new creation, however, comes into being not by creation, but by resurrection. So we come from resurrection. We are new creatures that have been created in resurrection, not created uh, with the earth and the uh, the earth of the, the, the ground. Praise the name of Jesus. So, therefore, when we come to 1 Corinthians 15.45, it implies two creations. An old creation with man 
as a living soul to be its center and the new creation in resurrection with the life giving spirit as its center today we live by the spirit we don't live by the flesh or by our carnal life or by the self we are to live by the spirit because in, resur- in resurrection in the new creation the spirit is the life giving spirit is our center is our lifeline here we derive our life in the new creation this is why always the scriptures are emphasizing us to live and walk in the spirit so through incarnation Christ became last Adam to die on the cross the termination of the old creation and through resurrection he has become the last Adam he has become the life giving spirit to germinate a new creation to plant a new creation praise the name of Jesus so we are in this last Adam we are in resurrection we have germinated yeah, a new creation is the name of the Lord. I want to encourage you to ponder and to think about these wonderful truths. We are seeing many aspects of Christ. We are learning Christ's New Testament plan. He had a plan and we are seeing what God was purposing in Christ. So far we have seen in incarnation up to eight aspects. We shall proceed next time. We have seen in incarnation that Christ is God manifested in the flesh. We have seen that Christ is the God man. Here we saw that he was conceived of the Holy Spirit having the essence of the Spirit. And we also saw there that he was born of a human virgin having the essence of a human. So we went on to see another aspect which is Christ it was the holy thing. We went on also to see him as Jesus and there as Jesus we learned that Christ is Jehovah and second we saw that he is the savior and is even a salvation. There we have seen that Christ is Emmanuel and we have seen that he is the son of man then the second man and eventually he is the last man, last Adam. So I want you to always and always uh, replay these messages so that you may capture this vision to liberate you, to cause you to love and enjoy Christ, to cause you to be grounded in the living truth. Praise the name of the Lord. So I want to stop here and I trust the Lord that the Spirit of God is doing you good with these teachings from Freedom Experience Ministry and with this Freedom Streams program, you will get enough teachings that will build your spirit that will teach you to live a subjective life in Christ in the mighty name of Jesus the Lord bless you this is Pastor Dennis Matov I encourage you to get our application download Freedom Experience app from Google Play Store and even you can visit Freedom Experience Ministry you can always think of donating, supporting and even write to us that you are a faithful and wonderful follower Lord bless you bye bye